Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Today I'm reviewing episode 1306, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. Awesome stuff. Really great conversation with Joe. Um, learned a lot about this guy. I didn't know too much about him, honestly, before this podcast. And, and again, just another great example of getting people on and learning what they're into and what they're about. You you know, you often have a lot of preconceived uh, ideas of, of what who a rapper will be or who a certain celebrity is. But when, when they get on and they start talking, it's really cool to hear, you know, the down-to-earth portions of who they are. But today I'm... Uh, I'm here with my buddy Garrett, so this is going to be more conversation style than me just rabbiting on like I'm doing right now. Uh, so anyway, let's start the review. What up? Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? All right, so yeah, Wiz Khalifa. So anyway, Garrett, how you doing today, buddy? Very good, very good. Nice. Happy Monday, baby. Try and talk into the, be a bit closer yeah, to the yeah, mic. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Gotcha. We're sharing a mic here, so hopefully it's not too quiet. But yeah, so uh, one thing that really struck me is Wiz starts out talking about how he smokes an ounce a day. A day, son. A day. <laughs> that is a lot of weed, <laughs> right? Like... How does he get anything done? Like you're like, I mean, I know how long it takes to roll a spliff, and <laughs> he probably has people do that for got, him. Though. Got to, he got has to. spliff rollers, yeah. like full time job spliff rollers right. for him. Or he can just do it with one hand while he's like doing anything else. Right. Well, I heard him talking about blunts too. I mean, smoking blunts has got to be rough on your lungs after so much time, and that's why he said I think he only smokes papers now, just because if you're smoking that much grass, that's a lot of freaking backwoods. Tobacco in your in your lungs, right. you know what I mean. Like, well, J- Joe is Joe is more into um, smoking blunts now. I guess he's like getting on to blunts. Right, he, he loves that. Have you smoked blunts before? I mean, yeah, I have. I like the tobacco in there. It's like a spliff kind of. It's like I mean, smoother. I think I'm I'm not a blunt connoisseur. I prefer spliffs for sure, just because that shit gets rough on your lungs after a while. You know. I really like what uh, Wiz is doing with his workouts. Like, obviously, he's got jacked. Joe's talked about it before and just shown how much bigger he is. And it's really impressive. Like, you know, he's obviously busy doing all his rapping, doing all these different things. But he's decided, you know what? I want to learn a new skill set. I want to do it well. And, yeah, I mean, to be fair, he is crushing it. I think he put. He said he put on 35 pounds. Is that Jesus. 35 pounds in a couple of years. I mean, he used to be a skinny little dude. Now he's... Fucking got some meat on his bones. Well, I mean, smoking an ounce a day is going to make you hungry. So getting the protein <laughs> he, down he, he is not that He was saying they had different. to set an alarm for him to make sure that he eats food at the appropriate times, which I guess makes sense. If you're going to have a nutritionalist, that's that's part of the deal if you're trying to put weight on. so That sounds exhausting, though. Honestly. Yeah. It sounds like really exhausting to like have to wake up and then eat some food. I don't think that was necessarily what it was. Like he oh. wasn't, But he was just set to alarms throughout the day. That, that was, that was I got you. I got you. But I think it's badass, and he was really inspired by Joe running hills. Absolutely. And then when they were talking about the sand dunes being hard, and it's like, you can tell, I could tell during their conversation that it was like piquing his interest. He was like, ooh, what's next? What are other people doing? 
You know, he's like, oh, maybe I could try this. Let's I mean, see if we can add this to my workout. It's just great to have a big portfolio of different things that you're doing, taking care of your body. It's nice to be well-versed in so many things. Like when he talks about running those sand dunes, those sand dunes have got to be rugged. like Brutal, right? I really like the way that they describe, like Joe's always saying there's levels to this thing, right? We know this. Right. There's levels to this game. And one thing that they put that I really liked, it's like, who's going to run to the top? And who's going to stop in the middle, right? And that's just a metaphor for life. I, I love that. If you look at if you look at life like that, absolutely, it's like are you no half ass is basically what it comes down to. There's no time for half ass. And if you look at everything and attack every situation like it's a hill, and you got to get to the top of the fucking hill. Yeah, there's certain success that comes from getting to the top of the hill. Yeah, well, it's a nice thing to think about if you're going to start doing something and commit to it you should be thinking about getting to that point. Like, like for example, with jiu-jitsu, if you start doing it, you should think, one day I'm going to be a black belt. You don't have yeah. to think it all the time because you're at the beginning. But you don't, you don't want to start something and say, oh, I'm just going to get the blue belt right. and stop. Because right. that's, that's kind of pointless in a way. Set you got to fucking bar high, right? Like, sure. That's all that comes down to. Sure, sure. Yeah, and do it for a long time and master it. Talking about that, Wiz said he started rapping when he was 15. 15 years old, he was rapping. And his dad would be like, get out of the studio and play with your friends, which is cool. I think that that's really good advice. But uh, you said that you're, you've are you been a fan of his yeah, for a long time. Yeah, huge, huge. I think that's part of the deal, though. As an artist or a rapper, you have to be addicted to that craft, right? Like, just like anything else. It's like basketball, football, baseball. If you want to be a professional, you got to put the fucking 10,000 hours in. Like, there's a reason people say that. And I think that's why the people are doing that shit from such a young age. I remember hearing Mac Miller talk about that like one time he was talking about being in the studio. He would just lock himself in the studio at uh, for like a summer, like a summer when he had off from school and wouldn't come out and just would be sitting in there in the fucking studio. There's some greatness that comes from that. I think just sitting down and being alone fucking that's where creative shit comes from a lot of the time. Yeah, that's like the obsession portion of it. Right. Like obsession is is a big part of what makes these guys good. And yeah, you lose some things with it, right? You with obsession you have to make some sacrifices. 100%. You know, maybe you you're not going out as late. You're not drinking as much on the weekend. You're not partying at different times. Not like, trust me, these rappers get the party <laughs> plenty, I'm sure. But they, he's getting the work done too. You know, he doesn't go off the rails. You know, it's like, sure, that's a lot of weed, but he's he's not, you know, diving into a, a drug addiction, and and yeah. he's doing healthy things, staying productive, working right. hard. You know, adding that physical element, and he's still so young, right? To add to that, how old is Wiz Khalifa? Thirty-one. I think okay, yeah, yeah, good for him. I like that he said that he knew he wanted to be a rapper in third grade. It was just two things he wanted to do: either be a rapper or a Ninja Turtle. I love that. <laughs> I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. He goes, one of them wasn't very practical. I'm like, that's brilliant. That's so fucking hilarious. His story of how he got there when he's talking to Joe, he talks about this internship that he did unpaid i think and he just ran yeah, yeah. errands but they gave him studio time how brilliant is that that's how prince made it too did you know that he was a janitor at a fucking studio and then they let him have studio time like that's crazy i mean that's part of the deal like that's awesome you gotta do it right, right. you've got to. how else do you get in the door you've got to find a way yeah find a way that's all it comes down to if you want something bad enough go get it like figure it out exactly of course during their podcast, marijuana came up quite a bit. Obviously, these guys both love it. And, uh, you know, uh, Wiz even said, he goes, look, pot is the future. 
And that's a bold statement. But you know what? You'd never say booze is the future. Ever. That would be a fucked up future. But soon, marijuana is going to be available to everywhere. Everyone. You know, all the time. I mean, booze is already like that, right? And it's way worse. And no way one, worse. No one gets upset way about worse. booze. Way Nobody. Worse. Well, they, they get upset because right. people are alcoholics. But, you know, if, if somebody has a drink, you know, if you go to a restaurant and someone's like, oh, I'm just going to get a glass of wine or two glasses of wine, as long as they don't get wasted, then it's, you know. I'm not a one or two glass of wine guy. I'm either having some drinks or not having drinks i got you i got you but still it's like you know that's, it won't accept- be long. that's acceptable yeah it's acceptable and it won't be long before someone's like oh i'm just gonna pop outside and smoke this joint and right. then come back to the right. to the meal i like how he talked about it. it's not as frowned upon now when he's dropping his kids off he used to be the guy that smelled like weed and now it's like everybody just fucking especially here in california nobody cares you know what i mean yeah he was ashamed of like that stigma and we all have to you know, if you smoke weed, you've gone through it. Right. Definitely. You've right. gone through the stigma of, you know, you go home to your parents and your eyes are bloodshot and, you you know, you're already paranoid and you got to feel like shit. Right. He points out that it's a medicine, too. And even though they're like, oh, marijuana is not necessarily for everyone. True. But it's like you've got to find the right dosage. Right. And I think that's key. People that really don't like smoking, just start with less ease into it it's almost like the weed is so strong and and if you don't smoke a lot you don't know how to use it it's almost like showing up to a bar and being like oh can i get five shots of tequila and you've never drank <laughs> right, before right, you're gonna right, be right. fucking ruined and right. then you'll be like oh i can't do this this is awful right, right but if you just have a couple of sips or even one glass of wine right or whatever a small beer right then you you know you're gonna you're gonna ease in and it's so useful for things like joe was talking about how weed is good for jujitsu I, I train jujitsu lots of guys i train with get high yeah yeah, yeah. I, get, get high. I get super high before i go to the gym every day every single day like i wake up it's part of the program like i don't i don't i don't know how i'd see it any other way not that i'm like saying we, i wouldn't be okay without weed but it's definitely a dosage of medicine that fucking is <laughs> Does it help your workouts? Yeah. I mean, I, my, I have a regimen. It's like I wake up, press the button, make the coffee, load the bowl, smoke the bowl, run the dog, get to the gym, start the day, earn the fucking day. Well, that's nice to hear because it, so much of the stigma of marijuana is like you get lazy, you don't right, do anything. Right. But look at Joe Rogan. Right. Look at Wiz Khalifa. Right. He's doing an ounce a day. He's pumping out albums left and right. right. I mean, while he's smoking these, he's writing the songs too. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the game. That's what he does. That's impressive. Uh, you know, you can get things done. So much of it is that level of responsibility. Don't get me wrong. There is a point. Like, you smoke some weed, you can just sit down and do nothing. Right. But I think if you're able to get high and get a lot done, when you're sober, you'll get even more done. Right. Because you have another level of motivation. Right. Which is really important. It's almost like, too, I try and go against the stigma. Like you just said, the stigma. It's like, I don't want to be the, the pothead that sits in his room and does all the things you think about when you think about pothead. I want to do the exact opposite just to prove the anomaly. It's yeah. not the fucking case. What did you think about the technology part of that conversation when Wiz and Jamie were saying that there's big technology out there and they don't release it yet. They just kind of spoon feed us. But Joe was like, no, no, no. We get all the best stuff right so. away. I, I was. I, it's funny you mentioned that because that was the thing that I was disagreeing with. Joe, I was thinking to myself, I think the iPhone fucking 13 is already ready. They just are only giving us a hint. Can you imagine? They're giving us fucking iPhones. The government has to have way better than the fucking... That's what I was... That was the point that I They're like, here, this is what with. you can... If you will give you this... But we have all this money and all these fucking opportunities to fucking spend the money, the technology. Yeah. 
and we're doing fucking drone bombs. Like, come on, man. Like, we could do a fucking bomb with your phone, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, probably what it is is the highest level of technology that they have is just too expensive to be. In a way, these companies have to wait till something is only worth about $1,000 well, to sell it. Well, from my understanding, too, you, it's a fucking capitalistic economy. So it's like we want to make things that break down so you have to buy them again. Like, there's tires that fucking will run forever. I've heard that. Like, there's shit that won't break down, but they make it break down, so you have to buy new shit. That makes sense. Because, like, I mean, at the end of the day, you're making jobs. I get that, kind of. But at the same time, it's like, these products are available. We could be fucking not putting so much new shit. I think about those birds and the little fucking thing. What are they going to do with all those birds whenever they go bad? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're just... Recycle them. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, who knows? Right. There's making more shit. It's just like all the time, new shit, more shit, more that, shit. That tire thing is interesting. I always wondered if that was a conspiracy theory because I heard that some of the tire companies bought up the patents mm -hmm. for the type of like rubber composites that they made so that they just never run out and then nobody released them. Well, even on a bigger level, there's no other way to think about that than healthcare. If people are getting better, then they don't have the fucking prescription drug money. And if they don't have the fucking medical money. That one's a bigger conspiracy, though. I uh, can't believe that we have actual cures and then not releasing them. Ah. Uh, you think that that could I be mean, true? I what's the difference between That's, holding the patent? It should be illegal, though. 100%. But what the fuck? We allow booze to be legal and we fucking kill people every fucking day. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Either that or with too, smoking too much marijuana yeah, I mean, and getting paranoid. Yeah. Um, towards the very end of uh, Wiz's conversation, he talked a lot about work and so did joe like it's not work what they do it's something that they have to do right. but it's definitely not passion work project yeah it's just passion and wiz obviously has a ton of passion for his music and what he releases and you know it's like i said at the beginning of this i didn't know a lot about this guy i really didn't i've heard some of his songs but to really get him to sit down and kind of open up and, right. and just show like this side of like i you know i didn't get a sense that he was a an asshole. No, you know what I mean. All. He seemed really chill and and a cool dude. I don't think you think about a rapper's life. All you do is go and be the main attraction wherever the fuck you are all the time, and you have to live that rapper lifestyle. So people are like, oh, that's yeah. what, that's what people envy is the rapper lifestyle, right? Yeah, you have your persona, and you've got to right. you kind of got to live up to it a little bit, you right. know. But he's a dad, and he cares about his kids. I think that's and... one of the biggest parts. Is I watch him, I follow him on all the social medias and whatnot. It's like you watch him with his kid. That's got to make put your if you're a good dad, that puts your life in check. Whether you're a rapper or a fucking librarian, you I know? love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, that was their conversation today. I appreciate you guys for downloading. Thanks for hanging out, Garrett. And yeah, check out that conversation. If you don't know a lot about Wiz Khalifa, um, it, this is the best way to learn about him. But anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Peace. Peace.